Alright then, fine. Hey, good evening everyone, and welcome to Um Actually Comics. My name is Tristan, and I'm joined by Bob. Yes, hi. Yes, hi. <laughs> Get that t-shirt now. Um, sorry if the, uh, if the thing sounds weird. Uh, we are bypassing the board tonight because something funky's going on, and I don't know what it is, and I'm sorry about that. Uh, but uh, we're George, George but, Clinton is off is playing a free concert down the street. Exactly, and luckily uh, there's just absolutely terrible books this week. So we'll just uh, yeah. It really was a really was a piss poor week for comics, unfortunately. You know, honestly, I feel like this is the fifth week. Like it, it's it. This is what like the fifth week was spread over two weeks. It feels like yeah, it they, feels that way too. I don't know to me as well. I don't um, know. Where I don't know why I can't find my baby. <laughs> I don't know why I don't like aye, Mondays. Aye, aye, aye. <laughs> Tell me why. Um, yeah, but luckily we do start off with a good one, so let's get started. Uh, Amazing Spider-Man number three continues to be great. Yes, um, it is actually really great. And it's- actually, you know what? There's there's another one that you liked that I didn't even bother reading because it was an Aquaman book. So I was like, why would I read an Aquaman comic? There was they yeah. have been piss poor this whole this last three years uh but apparently aquaman andromeda number one is good yeah yeah i think honestly in general i think it's a pretty safe bet that the dark label whatever black label the weird square bound ones because they mostly are pretty good and even the ones that i don't want to purchase are still pretty good but uh, yeah andromeda is good it's kind of like uh just yeah i don't know it's just like if if aquaman was a comic that was good so what it's kind of a what if that's that's a good what if that's a fun what if um Um, there's also another a comic that came before amazing spider-man but i don't know maybe it's under s is this under s do you uh i think that's probably under s oh unfortunately stupid i I have it under a but i think that the the computer has it under under s well pay attention until the s's yeah um but until then get yourself some archie and friends summer loving it's an all pornographic issue just <laughs> it, raunchy it actually has a sound card when you open it up it plays <laughs> like wah wah guitar <laughs> yeah um, um, it they... fixes the cable <laughs> yeah so uh, no there's you... a new character there is a new character that's what the i think the reason why it's a you have copies of it because usually you don't have usually you only have the archie it's weird it was not advertised as having a new character i literally just started i was like oh it's the classic dan parent style cool i'll get it yeah that was the reason i got copies of it okay well Um, it is he draws it yeah and so the first story well that that that's a no-brainer that that stuff sells i read it there's two stories one is dan parent the other one has a different art team and is written by tom defalco Hmm. Uh, and it did, uh, the first one introduces the new character, and then the second one is just like an Archie with various characters. And the new character is a person of color with an undercut, so get ready for the internet to lose its fucking mind. Yeah, it's also she uh, <laughs> is a it's a plus sized person oh, no, of color, fuck. so oh, uh, and very oh. specifically is that. So oh, the internet is the internet will <laughs> to lose the although I don't know with a with a black the... villain in Star Wars and I mean, with uh, exactly with you the know. black villain in Star Wars, nobody's complained about that at all. Well, no, I'm saying that that'll take all the air. In oh, the room. The, oh, Jesus, like. Fuck. The Archie will like slide through. Although it is Pride Month, so you know there's a lot of. I had a moment where I was like, "Oh, fanboys are gonna get pissed about this." When I was watching, when I was watching Obi Wan, yeah, and then I was like, "No, there's no way." 
there's no way they're going to be that fucking stupid. And then I uh, woke up the next morning and the, the act- world was full of assholes. The actor who played her is receiving yeah hate messages and stuff. For yeah. fuck sake. Yeah, it's really, really... Uh, what I'm was so that, tired. <laughs> that meme that's going around? Like, what are N- NFTs? They're beanie babies for people who get angry that there's a black character in Star Wars. That's <laughs> <laughs> pretty funny. Oh, poor Seth Green. Mom. Oh God, I have no 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 sympathy for Seth Green and his yacht club ape number eight thousand four sixty two. Laugh so hard. Oh my God! I, Listen, it, the only thing that sucks is that I don't hate him, and I just nah. think it's the dumbest thing that he's ever done. And so I was like, Ugh. I don't hate him, but the uh, the 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 article that I, I there were two articles I read, and the second article I found started with the sentence, NFTs more like not for oh like now for taking or something like it was like this like horrible thing that like didn't even like uh, work as an acronym and I, uh i it, it seems weird because i would never have imagined him being an nft guy yeah and then he was and i was like that doesn't oh well i mean he's like not even like close to the highest profile nft guy so but the uh, the thing that bothered me about it was that his he spent his quote was that he had spent months developing the IP and I was just like so not writing you just spent months turning a (laughs) generic piece of shit thing into something that you can market great exactly I support you bro (laughs) (laughs) hooray yeah Um, anyway anyhow you know what's not an NFT but actually is uh, Batman number 124A (laughs) I think probably it is I'm sure that they're selling these covers as NFTs Uh, but that's fine yeah, why not? I, I still want to tell that story one more time that Sean told me a million years ago uh. when NFTs first blew up. Uh, <laughs> one of the uh, one of the big selling DC NFTs was a photo of a note from the uh, the editor in chief at the time, whoever it was, that said, "Do not use DC properties for NFTs" <laughs> or something like that, and they made that into an NFT, which. That's funny. That's pretty funny. And I would like to own that. So I, my favorite that's one NFT that I would enjoy owning. <laughs> my favorite DC adjacent NFT story is that uh, Jose Delbo, who drew Wonder Woman in the 1970s, drew sure. some Wonder Woman NFTs and made, uh, I mean, he made million, he made like uh, more than a million dollars. In Ethereum. But, but yeah, in NFT money, I hope he was able to cash it out. And I hope he got he can rid of it before, the, <laughs> before I mean, people I, realized what was going on. He's in his 80s, so I can't imagine he was going to sit on it yeah. for a long period doesn't of time. It doesn't seem like he was like, going to bank that. But, cool. Uh, well, yeah. good. I mean, we're in an age where people are collecting like mm-hmm. literally the dumbest shit ever. Well, so an NFT like is like I literally saw an eBay auction for a slabbed CGC slabbed number one from Action Comics number one. Yes, the, the so literal they number. cut yep. the number one out of the cover and then slabbed it and sold it and it sold for like seven grand. That was all that was left of it was just the number. Yeah, that's there it. had to have been more than just the number. <laughs> they, there's no, they had to have cut sure. it out. From well, no, I bet the number fell off. I bet basically it was it was torn, and that it fell off because I've held a lot of those Supermans of that era, and I will tell you that they're usually just like a bag of dust. 
Mm-hmm. That they basically like they they yellow to the point of just collapsing, yeah. and you'll just find chunks of the comic in there. And then you know somebody buys one that's slabbed, and they're like, "Wow, this sure is good." And then they move it slightly, and then it turns into a pile of powder. Yeah, but like those. I mean, like some of the stuff from the fifties is in that shape, and I've yeah. I've I actually never. I don't think I've ever even held a comic from the thirties. I certainly have only held one or two from the forties, and they would be from the late forties from my Felix the Cat collection of comics. I had a I Superman number eight come through here once. Ooh, which was I think that's the earliest Superman I've ever held. Yeah, that's probably was early forties, or is that still in the thirties? I think that's still in the thirties. I think that was like thirty seven, thirty eight, something like that. Maybe. Well, he first appeared in 38 and oh, the no, comics then... came out quarterly so wait were they really quarterly uh or at least yeah i think so i think s- maybe not superman though action i don't know i think they didn't come out monthly but hmm. i'm no you know periodicals i'm only thinking that because i think it said 38 on the label once we put it out yeah and that was yeah was 19 from, superman 1938 that's yeah, why that series that's yeah. why um yes my brains but either way it's like i mean being 1940 versus 1938 yes. is like you know irrelevant it's in the middle of a freaking war guys come yeah. on and people were saving paper for the effort exactly people were making little little paper bullets to kill hitler <laughs> uh, and, it, and it worked <laughs> it worked he died he was pelted by spitballs and suffocated that <laughs> a fitting death uh. That would have been a fitting death if he was just spitballed <laughs> to death by, like, a million people. Oh, man. Could that, that happen? Isn't. Yes, it could. You could suffocate from a million spitballs, 100%. Nice. Just put him in a pit and just <laughs> fill it up. <laughs> a horrible death, actually. Um, so, Batman 124. That's a comic book. Yeah. I'm just looking forward to the next issue of Batman. This was a placeholder. There's a Poison Ivy backup story in the back that leads into uh, the Poison Ivy number one from this week. You're so simply you're, going to chill until the next episode. If you are completists. Yeah, I am. I am going to. They're going to arrest me now for chilling until the next, oh, next episode. It. But no, there's a, yeah, there, there, there's, there's a Poison Ivy in the cool. back and the Batman in the front. <laughs> it's like the mullet of comics. <laughs> I don't Batman know. in the front, poison ivy in the back. Mm, I'm a poison ivy in the sheets, a Batman in the streets, if you know what I'm saying. And Ew. I don't think you do. I definitely don't. Because it makes no sense. No. Uh, Batman Beyond Neo Year 3. Mm, I actually didn't even see that to so look at. So is it. he Beyond Neo Year 3, or is he Batman Beyond Neo? It's Batman. And it's Year 3. Batman Beyond Neo. He's He's gotten over seeing he's the Matrix, finally. finally oh, and now he's, it's number three of that. Yes. just. <laughs> I am over this Matrix franchise, finally. Just like just like that was... Just like that, uh, that episode of Mad Max, that particular installment, he had finally gotten over. He yeah, was beyond the beyond Thunderdome. The, I am Thank- so beyond Thunderdome at this point. It's not <laughs> guys, even funny. I'm on. I'm on another level. Thunderdome <laughs> doesn't even. It's not even for me. <laughs> uh, Betty Page, the Alien Agenda. You know, uh, it's not as good as the Elvira stuff, but whatever. The art's okay. <laughs> these covers the the level of uh cultural appropriation on these covers combined with the cover c which is just her holding a space dick uh <laughs> nice. there you go it's it's like it's literally a rocket ship 
that she's holding onto and two space saucers underneath it making a cock and balls and it's like amazing it's brilliant yeah guys it's amazing it's i amazing. definitely know someone who's gonna buy it <laughs> it's me <laughs> it's Damn not it. you you knew it uh I also, uh, as always, we're getting more skate stuff in all the time. One of the things that I'm personally very passionate about is old school skateboarding. And you'll notice that we got a chunk of Lucero decks. The old black labels. For those of you who were skating the same time I was, I used to skate a black label. Uh, we got the, the, the cross decks. Which is the just the the red cross only in weird colors? Cool. It's awesome, and we got the uh, the street thing and the Ricky Barnes Pro model, all awesome boards, like really big ass cruiser boards. <coughs> uh, we got Chainsaw Man graphic novel volume eleven in. We've got two different Clue editions, mm -hmm. a Bob's Burgers and a Nightmare Before Christmas. But the Bob's Burgers one obviously is the standout of the two. Come mm. on, yeah. If you're going to play Clue, why not play a Bob's Burgers version? Yeah, I mean, that's a really good question. I Listen, there you go. Uh, answered. Asked <laughs> and answered. Uh, Cyberforce, number one, 30th anniversary edition. Yeah. If you couldn't find Cyberforce in a quarter bin, hey, I was going to say, there's is. a copy now, of it in your dollar here bin. Here it is for $5. <laughs> there's a, there, and if you if it's too, is that too rich for your blood, just hit the dollar bin. There is a copy of it there. <laughs> the first four issues are in there. Yep. Or if you read this one and you're like, I need to know what happens next. Yeah, the next few Boom. issues are right in my dollar bin. You can get the next three issues for less than you paid for this one. You'll issue. notice they're not in the quarter bin. They're not. They're in so the dollar there bin. There you go. Uh, yeah, I, you also have Shadowhawk number one. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I almost bought it. I put a bunch of I put a bunch of really great like image stuff from the nineties yeah. in there. It's nah. like one through three of one through five of Pit. One through five Ooh, of Brigade. I didn't see any pit. If I one saw Pit, I would have gone. Oh, oh, I think someone I, maybe already spot him. Might have, might have already grabbed him. Yeah. It is funny how much nostalgia there is for that stuff, and also not just nostalgia because I'm seeing like Gen Z kids, kids. They're fucking full, full blown adults now, but still. Yeah. To me, everyone's a goddamn kid. Well, you got I'm a the trillion years old. You got that kayfabe effect thing going That's on. That's true. And I did actually just recently, within the last week, read. Uh, some Todd McFarlane quote where they got him to it's from a wizard uh, and they got him to dish on like the people, but it's like from 1991. So it's like just this super dated list, but his thing about, I think it's, I'm pretty sure it's Pitt that he's just like, this is like the best thing. And I don't know why Pitt didn't go on like that guy is the best it's artist funny. going. And I like, do. I, I and then he like shits on Bob Harris and I'm just like, it <laughs> <laughs> didn't age well, dude. I thought that, well, I mean, I thought that Pitt looked great too. Like yeah. I still do. Like I Dale see Keon's that. Look awesome. It looks great. Um, yeah, he's great. I mean, and it's, it's just a comic of its time. It is, Very. it seems stupid now what in retrospect, but somehow it doesn't even seem stupid because it seems almost kitsch. In its like, in its over the top extreme, everybody's buff beyond buff kind of nonsense. It's yeah. it's still kind of fun. But the the zeitgeist has now reached a generational peak of yeah. of that. So it's like now people who were thirteen when that came out are in their thirties yes. and forties mm, and forties. <laughs> I don't know, fucking know. I'm in my forties and I was older than that. Yeah, uh, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, it, I graduated high school in 92, so I was 17. 
if I hadn't dropped out of high school, I would have graduated <laughs> in 1993. Yes. Huh. But I graduated I early. We would have been, we were basically like age peers, but not like everyone who was my age was, oh, no one cares about that. But oh, yeah. a year ahead, because I was I was California first, and oh, the nerd. dates are different. So when yeah. I got here, even my birthday is the day after the cut. The cutoff is October fifteenth, yeah. and my birthday is the sixteenth. So don't don't if you're listening, don't buy me presents. <laughs> you can still buy me presents uh, on Bob's birthday. Um, <laughs> Bob's birthday. <laughs> Bob's I should do a cartoon of that. Uh, so Dark Crisis. Mm. It's a comic book it is. about a crisis. It's dark. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's average. It's okay. It's not like I'm sorry to not write home about it, but no, it's like No, I know. I was I was disappointed. I really I, I came Dear into Mom this, and Dad. <laughs> I'm going to write dark home about Dark from, Crisis. <laughs> from DC Comics came out today. It wasn't as good as I'd hoped. I just really had high hopes. <laughs> but I just feel it now. Oh, um, Bob seems so down today. I think it's Dark Crisis coming out and not being up to his expectations. That's exactly right. Dear Diary, <laughs> the wait is over and my heart sank when I finally... <laughs> uh, it's written like a like one of those terrible fucking New Yorker guys reviewing a movie. Oh, oh God. Man. Oh, man. I saw the Cronenberg movie this week. The, the, the new Cronenberg movie. It's called Crimes of the Future. Oh, yeah, yeah. Vigo Mortensen is a guy who's addicted to getting surgery. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's too bad because I thought that it was going to be about cops, the cartoon from the 80s, where they were solving crime in a future time. Oh. But unfortunately, that was not. I can see why you would make that error. Yeah, unfortunately, it was not. Easy mistake to make. Yes. I think think the mistake was Cronenberg's, but, you know. (laughs) True. I'm not the boss of him. No. Even though I should be. And if I was, I would just tell him to go star in Nightbreed 2. Because he was great in Nightbreed, and they should just keep making Nightbreed movies. Yeah, he's actually a pretty good actor. I saw him in a film. uh, I love him as an actor. Honestly, you know who could have been fucking Egon? Ooh, that guy. yeah. He was in a movie, a Netflix movie that we saw just recently where he basically plays Art Bell. Um, it's like a character that's like named something Bell and he's a conspiracy podcaster. So it's like basically like he's playing Art Bell. I think my wife was on Art Bell. Ooh. Talking about Bigfoot. Nice. Art Bell obviously is dead now, but uh, right. the Art Bell show now hosted by whoever it is. Oh, oh, oh. I can't remember who I it thought is you just it's... meant she was on there talking about it when he was still alive. No, it was like la- it was during the pandemic. I think she was on whatever that show is. Excuse um, me. But That's yeah. cool. Or she was mentioned on there by somebody else talking about something. I can't remember. There was something adjacent to Art Bell that Michelle did. So, yeah. Oh, and buy Bigfoot in Maine if you like Bigfoots and you like Maine. Art Bell, also famous. Yeah, you should buy that. Definitely. I'm sorry. It's was... actually a great fucking book. It really is. I have a copy. So, And I agree. Um, anyway, Dark Crisis. Dark Crisis. Yeah. Eh. It's, it, you know, I just wanted more to happen in it, but it, it looks like Dark Crisis is going to be going on until like, December or something like that. So. so you better get on board. The schedule is uh yeah. Yeah, number seven comes out in December, so Yeah. DC's really spreading out their books because they don't want to be publishing comics anymore. Mm. So and I think Marvel is also spreading out their books because they don't want to be publishing comics anymore. So 
uh, yeah. It's, it's interesting because they're comic book companies. Mm, I don't think so. I think that they make license plates with Spider-Man's face on them. Mm. I think that's their job. Uh, anyway, Dark Knights of Steel, number seven. It's all right. It's all right. DC Pride, number one. There's some good stories in it. Yeah. It's I got a nice it. Phil Jimenez cover. Yeah. On There's a... Actually, the Sway cover, as always. Fucking... Yeah, the Sway Joshua one is Sway, the one. Man. Like that one. Wow. Yeah. Huge fan. I, I would say honestly, like, um, maybe like a little bit like they there is there's actually a trigger warning before the story in the comic. Uh so, you know, but there's a Kevin Conroy, the voice of Batman. Oh wow. Um and it's just for language, like, but it's an autobiographical that uh story that Jay Bone uh drew and wow. it's colored, but it's black and white with like blue tones. Oh, um, very, very uh, interesting and very personal, like behind the scenes of his oh, wow. life from um, when he was first uh, in L.A. as an actor. And um, the story kind of it's like sort of like the secret origin of him becoming the voice of Batman. Oh, that's um, it, super cool. Yeah. Yeah. I was I thought that was one of the, the stronger ones. And I'm sorry that I can't remember everything else. That's Please in it, tell but, me he's um, gay. He is gay. Oh, thank God. Yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't know until I read the story, but yeah, he is. I was like, oh, God, DC, DC, come on, please don't. No, he's definitely gay. And there's a um, a, uh, Far Sector story with really good artwork. um, And what was the other one that really stood out? Um, Oh, speaking of how much I like Sway, when Sway draws... Uh, uh, what is her fucking name? Far Sector Green Lantern. Uh, uh, I want to say N.K. Jemison because that's the person who wrote it. But um, uh, her name is. God. You had to do it. I know. I'm sorry. But when he draws her, she looks absolutely amazing. It is the best portrayal. I mean, I, like there are there are a bunch of times where she shows up and she like because they have that weird sunglass effect for her. I'm like, oh, that looks so stupid. When he draws it, it looks cool as hell. Totally. So, I don't know. Again, seriously, one of my favorite new guys out there. I mean, he's probably not new, but he has only come to my attention in the last two years. So, love that. Uh, Earth Prime, number five, is out. You know, honestly, Flash. really pretty good. Really? Yeah, cool. it's uh, I don't follow the story of the the show, so I didn't like. But the art in it is actually really good, and it's all about um, like a future Flash, like a Flash from the future. Um, which you know, whatever. If you've read Flash comics, that's not unusual thing for a it Flash story to be about. True. Firefly: Return to Earth that was hardcover, volume three. Flashpoint Beyond number two. Hmm. I'm I, f- I flipped through it because I didn't realize it was there and then I read all the comics and then I was like into back issues and I was like oh I didn't see this so I just flipped through it it looks fine yeah I like it I like this series a lot um I'm I'm very invested in the Flashpoint universe for one reason or another I was just like when it was coming out it was very early on in my in my comic ordering when I was like not relying on someone else who works here to do the comic ordering mm. and so I was like I was very invested in this story and I was ordering pretty heavily and I don't know. I don't yeah. know. Maybe it's just a personal thing, but I, I love, I love the flashpoint stuff. Yeah. Um, oh, can I, uh, can I interject really quick just yeah. to say Joe Mullen? 
It's Joe, Joe, Joe fucking Joe, Mullen. Joe Mullen. Thank you. Joe Budden. <laughs> Rodney Mullen. Joe Mullen, Green Lantern. Yeah. I think, again, I, again with the skateboarding thing, I think anytime there's like a skater with the same name, that it really throws my brain. Um, so, Fortnite, X Marvel, Zero War, number one. Oh, man, you need it if you play Fortnite because every first printing comes with a special code. Yep, and that code allows you to download a Fortnite thing that forts. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> they should have a guy who's a, a or a, a villain called Captain Code, and he could only appear in video game comics where he gives the code. I, I agree. You'd be like, you have to make me say the code backwards, and then like you peel it away, and it's like the code backwards. I, I just am. It's a million dollar idea right there on board with captain code captain code uh but yeah i think that they fortnite in this if i'm not <laughs> for at least a single fortnite they <laughs> they have uh they've even dragged bill sinkevitz down to their level with a bill sinkevitz cover for this one i mean God, they, gave him, money, they so gave him money so i'm, a, money, I'm so whatever. supportive of it and his cover is awesome oh I didn't see any of the covers because I did not look at it because it's sealed in plastic and I can't read it unless there's one that's open. Yeah. Well, guess what? We got a part two to Frankenrocker and the Jailbait Punks. I don't remember number one of this, but I flipped through it and it looks just just pretty cool. Yeah, it's it was pretty cool. I thought it was fun. It's it's of a it's of a genre. <laughs> yes. A genre that seems to be picking up steam lately. It's funny. Yeah, yeah. The, they all have the same color palette, and they're all, like, of the <laughs> they're same. They're all cardboard stock cover yeah. with, like, kind of, like, not newsprint, but not glossy. And, uh, and anybody who's gone through the punk subculture will relate to the fact that everything looks the same, and it all seems very, like, everyone is conforming to a single concept, which... There's nothing that nothing says punk rock more than everybody doing exactly the same thing. And I will tell you, uh, I remember very clearly when I was working for Videoport, hmm. uh, I came through wearing, I think I might have had like a Dead Kennedy shirt on or something, and I was wearing like a, like a flight jacket something you know with punk pins on it or you know like some spikes or something is it fairly understated you know not a very heavily punk rock and i think that i had like shaved my head or i'd done something weird to my hair um and i remember walking past two of what i can only refer to as like exploited punks or like fleet street punks yeah where they're like dressed to the nines they're basically fashion models for what punk was in 1976 yes uh in in england only and uh and literally one of them went poser (laughs) i was like i was like if i didn't have to be somewhere (laughs) (laughs) i would really i would really love to get into it with you you fuck Nice. But you know what? I actually have a job to do. If I didn't have to deliver cult films to people throughout this city. If I didn't have to deliver cult films because I'm in three punk bands right now, actually <laughs> playing punk shows. Oh, God, I would fucking beat the shit out of you. 
I would not have. That is not a thing I do because I don't support violence. But you would have. But you, I would have had something to say. I would have destroyed him with my words. Exactly, a verbal barrage, <laughs> as they as they may say. Uh, yes. But uh, either way. Oh uh, man, can I tell you a funny T-shirt story really quick? Okay. I had I went to New York Comic Con uh, in I don't know six years ago something, and yep. I got a T-shirt there of Godzilla. It's Godzilla. It's a really cool drawing of Godzilla, and it has these Japanese characters. And I found out from somebody who speaks the language that it translates to Godzilla Alpha Kaiju is what it says. So I know what it says, and I feel really good about this shirt, and I wear it fairly regularly. I went to this Cronenberg film at the Nickelodeon, and I'm in line to get my popcorn. And I hear this guy is like, hey, nice shirt. And I was like, your your story made me think of this. And I was like, I look over, and a guy is wearing literally the exact same shirt that I bought six years ago at New York Comic-Con. And we just happened to be in Amazing. line for this Cronenberg film. I mean, let's face it. I mean, uh, yeah, I yeah. think, I think it's going to happen <laughs> that way, <laughs> but I just thought it was like, cause it's not, it was like, it's like a bootleg t-shirt. It's not like a, yeah, yeah. it's not like an officially licensed Godzilla product or anything. Man. I was like one of those vendors that had like a million shirts and I, <laughs> that was like buy two, get one free. And I got, uh, I got that one and a couple other ones. Yeah, like Rotten Cotton or one of those yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anywho. Anywho, let me tell you a little story about a man named High Fructose. Poor mountaineer, barely Ooh. kept his family fed. Um, <laughs> I was like, what are you going to rhyme with fructose? I literally just decided not to even try because that was a fool's errand that I set myself <laughs> there and I crashed and burned. I'm sorry, everyone. Uh, anyway, High Fructose Volume 63. Three is out this week, Dang. and it's got an adorable six-legged cat in the clouds on it, and it's got Ooh. crazy art in it because that's what it does. It's like its whole raison d'être. D'être. <laughs> um, and also for the, for the children, Coast City Comics is also for the children, and for those children, I believe they're our future. Uh, I will, and you know how you can teach them well with books. And you know who gives away a million books a year? Yeah, that's right. Dolly motherfucking Parton. And right <laughs> nice. here we have a book called I Am Dolly Parton. It's Brad Meltzer. Hey, nice. everybody loves Brad Meltzer. He's amazing. Cool. Um, and he's doing these I Am yeah. stories that are teaching kids about whatever. This one is about Dolly Parton. And who the fuck better to talk about than like the person who is single-handedly using their money not like an asshole? The only rich person in the fucking world yeah. <laughs> who isn't a dick bag. Uh, and more than that, she's a lovely, amazing person. And so teach your kids about Dolly Parton and maybe they'll be a little bit more like Dolly Parton. And yeah. wouldn't the world be better for that? And also teach them about I Am Pay because he made that really ugly pyramid that they keep the Mona Lisa in. I don't know. <laughs> I hate his architecture, so I don't know why you would want to be like I Am Pay. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. When you first said Dolly Parton, I thought you were going to say the Dalai Lama, and I was, I, I did, did um, like you were like, you know who gives a million books away? Dalai Lama. <laughs> just like he does. Yeah, he goes, he goes door to door, handing out copies of Dianetics. It's fucked up. Nice. He's a real weirdo. Uh, hey, yeah, Jane Foster, the Mighty Thor, number one. It's, it's deja vu all over again. There you go. You got a new Thor movie coming out. It's got Jane Foster as Thor, and you, now you got a comic book that you can buy Thank that God. has that same concept. I mean, that makes me happy because yeah. it it kind of isn't deja vu all over again because 
Marvel had been notorious for like new Doctor Strange movie. Doctor Strange is dead. New <laughs> like why? Why did you do this? Yeah. <laughs> why do you hate comic shops? Yeah. That's uh, it's a strange it's thought a, process it's a strange there. Deal. But there you go. Uh new Jane Foster Thor. I love Jane Foster as Thor. I mean, obviously the book itself was written very well and that was why it was so good, but yeah. the character itself is also a strong character and has a lot of like has a lot of embroiled history and fun things to play with about who she is as a person. So I, yeah, I'm Ooh. excited about this. Yeah. Uh, we also have uh, Star Wars. The, uh, I can't say that word. Yeah, I can't pronounce it and I'm not going to try. I've seen the fucking show and I've heard them say it out loud like 50 times. I've I never can't. heard that. I, can, I don't even have that going. But it's it's a collection, so it's like essentially it's, it's like that a big big ass Wookie. The, yeah, the, the he's bounty hunter Wookie from from Boba Fett. There you go, and he is. Uh, this the is Chris, a collection. Chrysanthemum. Yes, I'm and it's because his face looks kind of oh, because he's got the little eyes and he looks like a little chrysanthemum. His name is Cook. I'm gonna say that his name is Chrysanthemum, and that's so adorable for a Wookiee. That works perfectly. But this comic is not a trade, but essentially is a trade yes. because it's a collection of his earlier stories. Yes, which are, which are now so expensive that you can't buy them. Oh, how funny how that works! I know that's that's the wonderful benefit of having a website where you just put stuff up and leave it. Uh, you find out what's valuable by the fact that you get a bunch of people ordering shit that you're like. Huh, I wonder why everyone wants Star Wars 22 all of a sudden. Oh, okay. It's worth like 50 bucks. Okay, I got it. Damn, I probably should have sold it for that. Yeah, well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, Legion of X, number two. All right. It is a comic. It is. Marauders, number three, is also a comic. Indeed. It's featuring many of the same characters. <laughs> featuring many X-Men in various poses. Yes. Uh, Maze book, hardcover. I liked this book. You did. It kind of lost me near the end, but I still thought it was really good. Uh, a uh, maze book lost you? <laughs> oh, boy. <sighs> Sorry. Uh, the Mighty Morphing Power Rangers. Mighty Morphing Power Rangers. Heroes in a Half Shell. Turtle Power. What? Uh no, sorry, they're <laughs> confused. <laughs> Those are two different concepts. I don't know. They... Although they actually have a comic where they're teaming up. So, but also, I mean, you it's, could just be talking. About it is that. obviously the the fact that when they when the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles were very popular, they went teenage uh, something 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 something. So it was Radioacti mighty morphing power rangers. radioactive exactly. black belt hamsters. Mighty morphing power rangers. Ah, and they just mighty just copped it. Mighty morphing power <laughs> rangers. <laughs> they, you're so you're given a, a you're given an awful lot of accent to mighty ninja turtles. It's the same syllables. <laughs> no, I'm just doing the syllables. Yeah. Oh, okay. Eight. Eight. It's eight you of them. You need eight syllables. Hence the new comic, Batman, 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 Batman. <laughs> I could. <laughs> if Batman, DC Batman, did Batman, it, Batman, Batman. If DC did a comic just called Batman, 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 <laughs> Batman, and it was just a bunch of Batmans all teaming up and they were fighting other Batmans. It would sell well. It would sell really great. <laughs> I'm gonna Especially pitch it. if it had good art. Uh, but the Monkey Prince, hmm. uh, number five is out. 
really gorgeous Jaws parody cover. On yeah, this thing. and the Scumbag had a Jaws cover not too long ago. Yeah. It's a it's a Renaissance uh, time for Jaws parody covers. Oh, and also, uh, although this one is particularly good. it is particularly good. Uh, and speaking of Jaws, we we got a bunch of really amazing vintage toys in, including the uh, early '80s Jaws game from ideal we got a copy of that in as well which is absolutely amazing yeah i haven't put it out for sale yet because i cannot find this particular version of the box it is such a rare variant on this box that i can't find it so i can't figure out what to price it at literally have not found another one that has ever sold or is for sale wow weird it's super weird that is very weird but there you go. But it's super fun. I don't know if you've ever played the old Jaws game. Have not. It's literally just a big-ass plastic shark, and he's full of garbage. And you have a little hook, and you try to grab the garbage without getting oh, without it biting it. Oh, and it snaps yep. shut. Yeah. Yes, I've seen it, I think. Delightful. Yeah. Yes. Um, Multiversity, Teen Justice number one. I enjoyed it. Hmm. I wish I liked Dark Crisis as much as I liked this comic. Yeah, I did not read this, but I would imagine that I would like it because I really liked Multiversity. So. Well, they had a story in which is reprinted in the back of this comic book. Um, so if you missed it, uh, you can read it here. And they did a there was like some kind of DC like um, uh, holiday issue, and yes. they had a story with these guys, and yep. it's basically just a gender flipped um, Teen Titans. Yep, and. Um, I don't know. It's it's cool. I, I thought it was I thought it was pretty good. Awesome. Uh, Nubia, Queen of the Amazons, number one. Mm. Mm, is right. <laughs> uh, Oblivion Song by Kirkman and Defelici is uh, number thirty six. Mm. Orcs, the curse. That is a long comic. Orcs, that orcs. the curse. It's I I was like oh it's a one shot that's cool and then it's like part one I was like wow this is a long ass comic yeah it's a four, it's gonna be a four parter wow it's uh, it's like a head lopper size it is yeah it's it's cool I actually really like the the art on orcs and, I mean uh, you know it's good because Eric Powell did a cover for it oh like, cool Eric Powell's not gonna do a cover for a book that sucks so yeah. There yeah. you go. I, I I liked the first series, but I, I I balked at this one because I realized I never finished reading it, and I was right. like, eh. yeah, that's fair. But I probably should have. Orcs. What about Poison Ivy number one? You know, not my thing, but uh, it's probably good. I I know people that if if you are somebody who is excited about a Poison Ivy comic, this comic will make you happy. Perfect. Uh, I just yeah, it's. I don't know. Yeah, wasn't I've, my thing either. It's it's and it's not my thing not because I don't like Poison Ivy and I it's not my thing it's not not my thing because like the story of the art or anything like that. It's just that like it's the story of it is directly related to stuff that happened in Heroes in Crisis, yep. which I feel is like like doesn't even matter. So like why am I following continuity from this comic that's already been abandoned? Seems really weird. Like it's just I don't understand where it fits and I don't care yeah, they, enough they about that, They kept that death story from from Heroes in Crisis and didn't I and didn't keep anything else. Yeah, but they didn't even like keep that until this comic came out. Like it hasn't been referenced, I don't think. She was she was like like weird skinless musculature for like a for uh, quite a quite they a, held on quite to a it while. for a little bit. I mean, I don't know how long, but I don't a, a while, a chunk of time. Um, either way. 
Excuse me. It's out. It's a thing. Yeah, yeah, it's a thing. Uh, Red Dragon Inn. We got a bunch of expansions for this amazing game uh, because I wanted to play it. And uh, so (laughs) I was like, oh, cool. I'll get a bunch of them for the store. And so we did. And there they are. They are here for sale. Uh, We got copies of the trade of Revenge of Cosmic Ghost Rider, which I guess we just kind of forgot to get last time. Uh, Rocketeer, the great race, number three. Uh, You know, this is funny. Uh, I don't I'm not super into the comic itself, but the back matter in this comic Mm. is so interesting that like I literally I don't know if you saw me back. I was just like read it. It took me for it. It's only like four pages and it takes a long time to read it. But it was the same thing with the last issue. It's all just behind the scenes stuff of when Dave Stevens was doing Rocketeer and this issue. They talk about um, the movie. And uh, and all the stuff that was going on, and there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff about like Kamiko and uh, Eclipse and like '80s yeah. publishers oh, that went awesome. under, and it's all like everybody, like Bob Shrek and Marv Wolfman and the guys who wrote the um, the screenplay for Rocketeer film. Nice. It's, yeah, it's really. I don't know. It's really interesting. Like I'd read that as a book. Like I think it would be a really interesting book. It's a. It's a. a, a uh, what do they call it? Um, um, oral history. Ah, yes. An oral history. Uh, another oral history would be Sailor Moon, the <laughs> collection of hey now sailors and moons. I know nothing about what Sailor Moon actually is, but I do know it's popular. It is. Is that a cup? No, we also have that. We also have a weird little gift set. Huh. I don't know why. We just do. Okay. Uh, Savage Avengers number two. I don't like this comic. <laughs> uh, honestly, if you add that dumb fucking Hulk Vereen to something, I'm probably not going to like it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know why. That's another head scratcher for me. It's like, is someone steering the ship? Like, whose idea is like, yeah, I'm going to have Hulk Vereen as this co- in this comic. Like, is that guy's popular? Uh. I Listen, I understand that comics are comics and you can do whatever the fuck you want with them, but yeah. there's a certain level that just starts to undercut your premise when you start when you start maximizing your like well, what if we made Wolverine into the Hulk it's like then you'd have an unstoppable killing machine <laughs> uh, and it would be difficult to write stories where he was in any danger or like yeah. there was any kind of tension <laughs> yeah like Wolverine doesn't have enough powers you got to give him super strength he's immortal <laughs> and invulnerable already. yeah yeah it's like, Come on, man. Yeah. It's too he, much he, shit. He he can literally regenerate from a single drop of blood. Yep. And has done so multiple times. And from every drop of Wolverine's blood that falls, a flower grows. Hmm. So, I thought that was Hellboy. <laughs> oh, that too. <laughs> uh, and Or is it a Cesarnian? Or <laughs> that's what, oh, yeah. Every that's time right. Lobo bleeds, a little Zarnian generates from his blood. Is that true? I think that is true. I think that was a com- part of a Lobo comic at one that, point. Like, that's how they regenerate is through their blood. And so if he ever bleeds, like another little Lobo spawns yeah. and he has to kill them. He has to keep how did chasing he, him down and murdering if them. If Lobo's uncillable, how did he even kill his other Lobos? I think you have to burn him. I, there was a whole comic about him killing yeah. the entire planet of Lobos, and I can't remember how they do it. Party, what? party barge. The fuck was that? Is that <laughs> a bunch like, of party ducks? I think it might have been. Maybe it was that thing where they pedal it with their feet. 
Oh my god. It might have been I have accidentally thing. gone down to the old port oh my twice. God. Dude, I work in the old port. In the last <laughs> two months. And I've gotten stuck behind a bridal party, Ugh. peddling one of those things, drunken screaming to the fucking Spice Girls, at least twice. <laughs> so That is why? a thing that humans do. They'll pay money to do it. That I'll never, ever understand. But, like, the thing of, like, okay, let's all yell something in unison while we, like, walk through a neighborhood or whatever. Like, I just, I don't. No, it's. I don't. It's like, that is behavior that is, like, I can't, like, I I, I can't. I I feel like that behavior really is. It, it kind of makes me sad because I feel like that's it's an indicator of just how stifled some people are. Yeah. How, like, their lives are so okay, everybody. controlled. It's time to have fun. It's like, it's oh, like you're, you're hey, being, permission to have we're fun. We're going to allow you to scream in public. Yeah. And it's like, some of us just scream in public <laughs> yeah. all the fucking time because have you seen the world? Ah! <laughs> anyway. <Yes>. Um, <laughs> it's true. Uh, Skybound presents After School number one of four. I think this is my favorite comic of the week, as I mentioned uh, to you earlier. You say that, of... but Spawn 330 is right after it. But no, the After School is cool. Yeah. It's, um, it... yeah, school's cool, kids. School's cool. I thought it was, I actually literally thought it was a series of After School specials comics, like that they were going to do like a series where each one was an After School special. And I was oh, like, I that's great. Um, that but... was actually what I thought when I was going into it as well. Naming it after school really kind of it's a loaded uh, title, but this one is about a girl who um, who doesn't like anybody, and then she gets a pet, but her pet is a gross Cronenberg alien um, <laughs> that looks like a cute dog most of the time. But then nice. she goes to sleep, and its guts come out, and it does, and it makes like weird bio machines. Um, Stupid dog. Yeah, and Bad the art's dog. really Stop. good. <laughs> <laughs> Bad Cronenberg. Cronenberg. Welcome to the Cronenberg episode of um, Actually Comics. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just, you know, I saw the movie. <laughs> but yeah, no, After School, Skybound Presents After School was, cool. uh, was, was quite good. And you'll find it in the A section Yes. Uh, before Amazing Spider-Man. So when you come in to get that, because it rocks, maybe, nice. maybe take, take a chance. Spawn 330 is a comic book. Uh, Star Trek Discovery Adventures in the 32nd Century. Number four of four is out. Star Wars 24 is a comic book that is out. Uh, Succubus and Hitman Volume 2 is a manga that is out. Tales from the DC Dark Multiverse 2 is a trade paperback that is out. Also, speaking of uh, of games that we got this week, we got... Uh, all of the expansions of terraforming mars including the original one so if you're looking for any of those we've got them all i know that it is a very fun game and so i'm looking forward to playing it myself uh that texas blood 14 is out we got a crow deluxe diamond select action figure which crow is... like the crow or crow like crow t oh, robot God, i wish it was crow t robot but unfortunately <laughs> it is eric draven oh draven draven uh, Draven, Draven, Draven. That made him <laughs> out of clay. Plastic. Um, <laughs> so, uh, also the Quest for El Dorado board game Ooh. as well this week. And something that I am, honest to God, very excited about. Super 7, you've outdone yourselves. Oh, you yeah. Didn't do, <laughs> you didn't do boring Simpsons reaction figures. You went straight for the meat of the matter. McBain. 
Holy crap. They're great. There's a Commando McBain. There's the regular McBain, and he comes with the hot dog. Uh, there's a SCOE action figure <laughs> that is good. riddled with bullets, <laughs> and the card for the for it is also riddled with bullets and has little holes through it. Oh, amazing. Brilliant. And also, we have a Mendoza. Come on! <laughs> Mendoza! Mendoza! <laughs> this is the best series of action figures I've seen in a very long time. And that's saying something. And I see a lot of action figures. I you fucking have a store that's filled with them. This is this is just beautiful. So, they are very very nice looking action figures too. That's are. my favorite part about it. Yeah, I like this. It turns out that Simpsons figures were very uh, well suited to the reaction treatment because mm. they just look like real life versions of the cartoons, well, where the playmates seemed a little too big and cartoony. Well, my issue with most, and, and I mean, I'm not an action figure guy, so. But, like, to me, a three-inch action figure is, like, yeah. the size of an action figure. And then yeah. anything that's bigger than that, to me, is a doll. Yeah, and that includes Marvel Legends figures. I'm sorry to people who who, who disagree. But, um, yeah. I mean, no, five, I maybe five, you, like, it's still an action figure. But it's, like, I don't know. It does. It. I feel like I just, it gets like, out of hand, especially if you have a bunch of stuff. Like, you have to be able to, like, hide it in your desk at school in order for it to be... <laughs> An action figure. Can I tell you how happy I would be if there was a little kid who was really excited to play with his McBain action figure? Oh, yeah. Can you imagine? I mean, he's out there. He's the, the coolest kid in the world. I used to, like, I was, you know. A, Maybe a, I'll a, adopt you, kid. I was a, I was a, I was a late, uh, a late person, but, like, I remember being in, like, in fourth grade and being made fun of because I had, like, superpowers action figures <laughs> stashed in my desk. Man, speak of the devil, I almost bought an entire collection of every single superpower. Even the coveted cyborg? Even the coveted cyborg. That was the one I used to go to KB Toys every time I went to Bangor looking and, for that thing. And the, I uh, wanted that one so bad I never saw it. Samurai. Uh, yeah, I saw all the rest tornado, of them. Tornado, uh, Brainiac. Like you had Cyclone, Samurai. Cyclone. Uh, there was a red tornado. I think he was the wave two or maybe wave three if they called, they didn't even call them waves. But um, I remember when green arrow came out in the second one, that was a big one. Um, I had all 12 of the original and those were like, the, and then, and then there was like the second ones that had like Orion and Calabac and, yep. uh, and on top of that, the hall of justice. That yeah. Yeah. That was like the display case. Yeah. I never had that. So, but good. I did have, the like Lex Luthor uh, ship. There was like a Lex, yes. the Lexor Seven. It yep. was called. Yeah, I had that, and I had the Batmobile. <laughs> so good. Oh man, I wish I had any of those still. Those, some of my favorite figures from that era. Yeah, very cool. Um, let's see. Anyway, ooh, we got a new printing of what I consider to be the best series of comics ever written. That would be The Tick 1 through 12 what? by Ben Edlund. Legitimately my favorite comics of all time. So good. Uh, so good. Just so awesome. And it also includes the impossible to find first ever Tick story in this edition. Ooh. Which is the one that was printed in the New England Comics newsletter. Ooh, cool. So that is there as well when he was fuzzy. Oh, weird. 
I think he was I think he was Harry in the first one. Interesting. I've certainly never seen that. But yeah, oh my god, so good. That's cool. So it's like they're going to do them in like just trades, like regular trade paperbacks. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. I mean, this is this is every single issue that Ben Edlund did, including the one where he finished issue 13. Oh. Which I remember when he did that, that was a huge deal, but it was like Come on, man. Keep going. Just keep going. <laughs> like he really did like he left the series half finished he basically introduced the concept of these big crazy outer space characters and the terror the terror gets introduced in issue 12 and you get uh whatever his name is mum la the thing from another world and uh the the human ton with his little friend handy <laughs> the little hand puppet so, so much of this oh, i haven't so seen in God many many damned years good yeah, nice. some of my favorite stuff ever. Uh, I'm cool. taking a copy so is, of this. So is, is this a floppy or is it a hardcover? It's a floppy. Nice. Somebody made this thing into a massive, beautiful hardcover. I would buy it in a heartbeat. Ooh. Uh, so, hey, New England Comics, get yeah. on it. Use your massive New England Comics budget to do that. Yeah. Uh, Time Before Time 13 is out. Yes. Last Bot Standing number two is out, which has actually had a better response than I thought it would. Nice. Uh, I've had a bunch of people asking for it, so that is interesting to me. Um, I have not read it yet, but people seem to like it. Nice. And, you know, people like it when their favorite characters all die. <laughs> yeah, they like that post-apocalyptic version of whatever whatever thing. I mean, it is fun. <laughs> yeah. I can't help it. It is fun. Uh, Twig number two is out. Cool. Uh, Vampirilla Strikes number two is out. Cool. Uh, Venom number eight is out. Sure. And a book called The Ward is out. I flipped through this. It's about a hospital that, like a trauma ward of a hospital that treats superhero or super powered characters. Interesting. Yeah. Concept I haven't seen before. Yeah. True. Um, I would like to go back to Venom for two seconds. Oh, go for it. I don't. I, I feel like I should know this. But is this the character from Aliens? I don't know. Because honestly, they, I feel like Venom is a hot mess, and like I can't the, okay. understand what's happening. So, in like the third issue of Aliens, I can't remember which issue it was. Somewhere in the first arc yeah. of the new Marvel Aliens comic, yeah, it's like, and here is the the diaspora of every type of alien that's out there in the world, and behind them is a or every type of xenomorph and behind them is a godlike character with these crazy tentacles for hair that are swept back that looks just like this character that is in this issue of venom huh i don't know one of the one of the characters on that planet is that a xenomorph god I kind of hope not. Yeah, I think that merging the Alien franchise with the Marvel franchise is not a smart move. No. Because at some point, probably not even that long from now, they'll move the franchise to back to Dark Horse or something. Because they like Dark Horse is already doing new Star Wars comics. Yeah, I would say that it is going to be fun when they have an Aliens versus Brood. Yeah. I mean, I, I will be excited to see finally the brood versus aliens fight that the world has needed. Uh, yeah. There's a couple different ways that you could do that. I guess that would be interesting. I guess it's kind of like uh, 
Bart Simpson fighting the bootleg Bart Simpson that uh, that right. has uh, Rasta hair in his slam dunk yes. basketball. So, those, or or like RoboCop versus Robert, Robert Cop. Cop. Also, also good. Um, yeah, those are all things. Mm. Oh, and you already said the X Men. Yeah, well, you said it's the X Men. Legion of X, and that's it. That's what we got this week. Meh. Uh, I will say uh, I don't know that this is the place to talk about it, but I'm flipping excited about the new Predator movie. Oh yeah, I saw the trailer for it. it looks oh, great. My looks great. Yeah. If you, you like, honestly, like, there's very little that you could do to like get me super excited about a Predator, but that yeah. is one of the things. Like, Take what away a, all the technology. Yeah. That was not what I saw coming, and it was the best choice they could have made. And also, the fact that it's all native actors. Yeah. And it was shot in their native language. So there are two different versions of it. Oh, cool. They shot a version in English and they shot a version in traditional language. Awesome. So like you can watch it with subtitles in the, in the traditional native language, or you can watch it with them speaking English. Oh man. Is it going to be in theaters or is it just not? It's going straight to, to uh, Paramount plus, but so I won't even be able to see it. So good. I'm hoping that they'll, I mean, they want the juice of getting people to go to, to Paramount Plus, but it'll be available to buy pretty soon after that. Yeah. I got to say, it does suck because it almost would make me get Paramount Plus. If I didn't already subscribe to other too many other things, like there's certainly a couple, um, there's a couple things that like, yeah, I could, you know, I could, kinda, I could probably make it happen. They kind of did it to me. Honestly, I could probably get rid of the DC one that I do. I feel like I, I almost get, never read comics on that thing. I want to get rid of Hulu. <laughs> Hulu I've been watching lately because of Adventure Time. Been watching all of Adventure Time. I keep watching Bob's Burgers. Yeah, yeah. But I just buy that, you know, just buy the season <laughs> or whatever. So Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Hulu could go, but that's that's one that I don't pay for. So Yeah. Um, My wife and I split them. Yes. Uh, actually, same deal. My wife pays for Hulu as well. Yeah. Because I, I pay for it. Because it's full of cozy mysteries. Nice, yeah, and yeah. So yeah, <laughs> she Allie's... pays for that and like a some sort of I think acorn or one of the BBC things where it's just like nothing but ladies sipping tea and corpses <laughs> piling up in their fucking mudroom. Yep. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> Another headless corpse. Nice. Yeah, Ugh. I I do uh, I do Disney and uh, HBO, and then Allie does Netflix and Hulu mm. and. A couple other ones too. I just drank that water like a total fucking psycho. It was going down both sides of my mouth, like I was just totally out of my mind. There are organizations that can help you with that drinking problem. <laughs> my drinking problem. Hell, uh, yes. Uh, airplane jokes. Anyway, uh, <laughs> but you know, I I have to say the thing to go back to Dark Crisis. The thing that I don't like about Dark Crisis is that there are, there are now three multiverses, and I think that it's like, isn't that redundant? Yes. It is. Because there's like a the multiverse, and then there's the dark multiverse, and then now there's the multiverse 2. There's a multiverse of multiverses. There's just some point where it's just like, how many angels can dance on the head of a pin? And like, who cares? <laughs> just like, I don't know. Anyway, sorry. Get more. Anyway, yeah, no, I agree. Uh, and you, you know what would fix DC? More multiverses. More multiverses. Finally, finally, that's the thing that's going to fix it. Yeah. Uh, they need their own Spider-Ham, and that's it. 
Uh, anyway. They do have one. His name is Batmite. No, they need to do animal equivalencies of all characters. Oh, but they have to be like, it can't be like Captain Carrot. It has to be like Super Pig no, no, has, and yeah, like yeah, Bat absolutely. Frog. Right, of course. <laughs> Fuck. You know, you just sold me on DC right there. Super Pig and Bat Frog are like, I have never seen them before, and they're already my favorite DC characters. <laughs> and Bat Frog works. <laughs> Bat in a, in Frog a, sounds amazing. Could be really frightening in a, in a lot of ways. I mean, if he's full sized and it's like a Hell Comes to Frogtown frog. Yeah. Fuck yeah, that thing. Ooh, terrifying. Or like a Wonder Woman Lepus. <laughs> or a Knight I mean, of the yeah, Lepus. she can't be Wonder Warthog because that's already taken by uh, the fabulous Furry Freak Brothers. Oh, man. Or one of those things <laughs> anyway Whew. all right thank you all for listening uh, rate and review us buy things from coastcitycomics.com follow us on the instagram at coastcitycomics uh at um actually comics and at the the dollar binge or dollar binge i am at dollar binge nice and uh, i actually might be launching a youtube channel in the coming weeks i'll keep you posted me tube all right all of those things do it thank you all so much and all have right. a good night and we'll see you next week bye, bye.